0: Hey friend, welcome back to the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, LaJuan Moses. I am back with you again on the new and improved podcast and I am so excited. The More Than a Mother podcast, the place where mom content creators can gather and figure out how to balance the busy in our life as well as get our content straight. You like that? It's still a work in progress, but let me know what you think. I'm working on it, working on it, working on it, but we're going to get there. On the More Than a Mother podcast, we are pursuing our dreams as content creators while being great moms at the same time. Here on the podcast, we're uplifting, educating, and empowering moms on their business, motherhood, and life ventures. We are all moms who are trying to balance the busy in our life while getting our content straight in this creator economy. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad to have you here. So excited to be in season eight for the new start, new beginning of the podcast. So let's do this. Today, we're gonna chat about our social media frustrations. How right I come back to rant about something. That's me, I have a cause, I'm gonna rant. Let's talk about what's happening with these platforms. TikTok, Instagram, they all tripping. Facebook, everybody's tripping out here. All us the creators out here, we just trying to create our content, get to the bag, do what we can. And here come these platforms switching things up on us. Why? Why do they do that? Everything is going smooth and well. Then here they come to flip, switch up the game. Now I'm sharing my thoughts on this on my TikTok and on my Instagram as to why I think these things happen. So while this episode is to talk about what's happening with these platforms, it's also to encourage you to keep going, keep doing what you're doing and showing up and having fun. That is the core of the message to show up and have fun and everything that's going on. But let's talk about these platforms right quick. If you've noticed You have Instagram wanting to be like TikTok, TikTok trying to be like YouTube, YouTube trying to be like TikTok. Everybody's trying to be like everybody right now. And what is it doing for us creators? Causing us a whole lot of headache and confusion, if we're being honest. There's algorithm changes, there's this, there's that. There's so many things that we have to stay on top of as creators, which yes, it keeps us fresh and in our journeys, but also, hey, we're moms, we're busy. A lot of us are working also, even as a stay-at-home mom, whatever it is that you're doing. Working mom, stay-at-home mom, whoever, as a human being, this is your brand is part of your life, but it's not your whole life, just like motherhood is not your whole life. But if you allow it, these platforms will try to consume your whole life. And that is a realization I came to about two weeks ago. When all these platforms started changing, there was a lot of algorithm changes on TikTok, a lot of algorithm changes on Instagram. And I found myself getting caught in this hamster wheel of researching, 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 looking at videos, trying to figure out what exactly is happening with TikTok, what exactly is happening with Instagram, why are all these changes going on and what can we do about it? And I found myself in this hamster wheel. I found myself constantly consuming content, creating content, consuming content, making this shift, making that shift. And then you look up, and your time has become monopolized with trying to figure out these platforms. So then it hit me in a video that I shared on my TikTok, and I'm gonna be sure to link it in here because I think that everyone needs to see it. A video I posted on TikTok about these platforms and how this social media game works. The idea of these platforms is to keep you on their platform for as long as possible. It is a creator's economy right now. And I've heard that from a few people that are big in the digital marketing world, the content marketing, all that. I don't do a lot of marketing stuff. I know my lane, but in my peers and mentors that I follow that talk a lot about the marketing aspect of all of this, it's a creator's economy right now. So what does it mean to be in a creator's economy? That means that all of these billion dollar industries are fighting for creators because they know that creators have the power. And I need us creators to know that we have the power. That's the underlying message. Creators realize we have the power right now. It is a creator's economy. And I watched a great video. I'll also link that in the show notes where it was compared to when there's like a buyer's and a seller's economy in real estate. That's kind of like what we're in right now. It's a creator economy. All of these platforms are recognizing the power of creators, what creators do for their platforms. So they're all competing for us. So for them to compete with us, for us, they have to keep up with the next one. So that is why we see TikTok trying to be like YouTube, Instagram trying to be like TikTok, YouTube trying to be like TikTok. Why all these platforms and Facebook and all getting in the mix with the reels and all, why these platforms are evolving and changing because they're all trying to keep the creators and then keep the consumers of the creation. And because they're trying to keep up and monopolize, they're going to do what they can. And what better way to do that than to make the algorithms change? Think about it. Your videos are doing well. You post them. You know the views are going to come. The people are going to come. You're going to get the support. You have you go back in to engage, like the comments, reply to people, but you're not really spending a lot of time on the platform in essence, because you're busy and you have your hands in so many other buckets because you're trying to build all around. So what do these platforms do? They switch it up. They make your views drop. They impact where your content gets shown because then it starts to consume your time and makes you more of a consumer on their app Because you're looking on their app for the answers as to what's happening with TikTok, what's happening with Instagram, what's changing, what do I need to be doing now? You're researching and researching and researching. And before you know it, they're accomplishing their goal and they're winning because you spent more time on their platform. Whereas you're looking up like, I have all this other stuff I need to do, but I spent so much time trying to figure out the new algorithm. Think about that. So then the platforms get what they want because when they slow down our views, don't show our content where it is, our likes and comments, all that stuff goes down. They know we're going to start to research and try to figure out what happened. And they know we're going to start to spend more time on the platform and they win. Bet you never thought about that. It was like a light bulb that went off. Like This is what's happening here. We always talk about algorithm changes, everything that's going on. We talk about that stuff, but when you sit to the basis of the algorithm change. Yes, they have to change things to keep things fresh. Yes, they have to change things to make money on their end. Yes, they have to change things so that it's updated and all of that. But to me, my opinion, the core reason for algorithm change is because you need to get people back on their toes, back engaged, back on your platform. And in a creator economy, everybody's gonna switch up their algorithm And then it's like, which one are you going to choose to spend your time and attention on? Which one will you choose? Because you can't spend your time on all the platforms. And that is their goal. They all want time on platform. Just think about it. Because remember, for the longest time, we were able to take TikToks, go to a little app, remove the watermark, and put it on Instagram, and the content still do well. Well, if you look at people and listen to people that keep up with the algorithms and give us updates on The real technical details, they're letting you know that no more can you take a TikTok, take it to another platform, remove the watermark, and the video does just as well. Because there's this thing called metadata. Here we go again, technical. And the metadata is the information that's behind the picture, the details That will tell a platform, an AI system, artificial intelligence, they can read the metadata and it'll tell them where that content came from, where it has been. So they're able to see that you took that video from TikTok, went to this site, took the watermark off and then uploaded it to their site. And one of of my favorite people I follow, Kenya Kelly, said it herself. These systems are starting to read this metadata. So that is why when we're repurposing content now, they're reading the video and saying, oh, this wasn't created on our platform or on an independent platform. So it's not going to get shown as much because what happens? Instagram picked up on the fact that people were still creating on TikTok and then removing the watermark and putting the videos on their platform. Instagram doesn't want that. Instagram wants you on their platform using their tools to create, taking advantage of their system using everything they have to offer and uploading the original content from there because they want you on their platform. So all these platforms are competing for us. And what are we to do? If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. I am truly growing my Instagram and I want you there on the journey with me as we continue to grow and build. Don't forget to tag me at LawanMoses Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't keep this greatness to yourself. Tell a mama you know about the More Than a Mother podcast today. Remember, motherhood is a universal experience and we are all in this together. Here's what I'm doing in this crazy algorithm world. I've gone back to the basics of having fun and keeping that at the front of my mind. It's so easy to get lost in all of this knowledge, details, algorithm, all that and get frustrated and stressed out. It starts to feel like work. And I don't know about you, but a lot of people started their own brands because they didn't want to be quote unquote working for somebody. But now with everything that's happening, you feel like you're working for somebody. So what do we do instead? Go back to having fun. Stay true to yourself. That is my number one piece of advice. In all these algorithm and platform changes, video views fluctuating, things being suppressed, high, low, all around playing with your emotion. And as a friend of mine says, like the toxic relationship that you can't walk away from, you know, you're like, I need to get away. This ain't good for me right now, but you can't stay away. It's like a toxic relationship with these platforms at this point. But go back to the basis of having fun. Remember your why. Remember why you started what you're in it for and focus on that. And that has always been my leading focus in content creation was to have fun and not worry about views and followers and all that. But what you don't realize is how easy it is to get caught up in the views and followers and all that, especially when you're doing well, and then all of a sudden things come to a halt. It's so easy to get caught up. And I found myself getting caught up. So, yes, I've always preached about not worrying about the views and followers because it really doesn't matter. Views and followers are people. If you're impacting one person, you've done your job. But in this social media matrix vortex, whatever we have going on, it's so easy to get caught up in the vanity metrics. It's so easy to get caught up in the views and then start to, and followers and start to equate your worth to views and followers when it has nothing to do with it. Just because your video isn't, getting hundreds of thousands of views. It's being suppressed. You're not getting all these followers. That has nothing to do with your worth. It doesn't make or break you. That is vanity metrics. And we have to keep that at the forefront. Just because our content is not getting seen by a lot of people, just because you're not having hundreds of thousands of views doesn't mean that your content is poor. Doesn't mean that you don't have value to offer. What it means is these algorithms and Social media platforms are doing their job to keep you hooked in this matrix, hooked in this vortex, keep you addicted if we want to talk about it. Because if they didn't, it would get boring. We, everybody would just post and we would be successful over here, over there and everywhere. And then what good does that do for them? Because then we're not spending time on a platform because a lot of us that create want to create everywhere. So we would just be out here creating and seeing the success. But a lot of the people on these platforms are creators and they know they need creators on the platform to be successful, not just creating, but consuming also. So stop letting these vanity metrics diminish your worth, make you feel like you are not doing something right. Just because the numbers aren't there, it doesn't mean that your content isn't there. Just recognize these platforms are doing their job. And these are businesses at the end of the day. They have numbers to hit. They're trying to pay creators. So of course they have to do things to get people to pay to play because they have to make money in some way to pay these creators. So as TikTok starts to evolve to more of a pay to play thing and away from organic reach, we're gonna see more and more decline in growth and views and all as we deal with Instagram. Things are gonna continue to change because they're adding more Creator tools, more ways to pay creators. And how do they pay creators? They got to get money from somewhere. It's going to be from people paying a play. Just like Instagram, just like Facebook. The money has to come from somewhere. We've had a nice free quote unquote ride on TikTok. But as people have been saying for the past, since probably late 2021, that there's probably about a year to a year and a half left of organic reach on TikTok. That means massive growth that's reaching everybody and you're not paying to play. Your content's just out there to everybody. And I think for me, what we're witnessing now is we're about, I would say, I started hearing at the end of 2021. So we're approaching that year mark that people said was left of organic reach. And so now we're seeing more of the testing of things that are going to be happening as they evolve to a more pay-to-play type situation like everybody else. But do not let that devalue the things that you do. Don't let it equate to your worth. Make you feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to do because the numbers aren't there. It's there. Remember to have fun. Keep that at the front of your mind because that's what I went back to. Now I'm at the point, I'm putting this content out. It's gonna do what it does. And if I don't post, I don't post because I got caught up and that's not where I want to be. It can't monopolize my time. Don't let it monopolize your time because there are so many things, so many goals that we have outside of social media that if we spend all our time being monopolized there, what else are we going to do? And also keep in mind that we don't own these platforms. So we have no control over them. So you want to start to build off of these platforms do I mean by build off of these platforms start to create an email list a podcast a blog somewhere where people can find you because as we are seeing on TikTok especially people are getting banned hundreds of thousands of followers banned for no reason somebody finds their account may not like what they do start reporting their content their account is banned They've lost all these followers and people have no way to find them. Start building so people can find you. So whether you need to create an email list, put a link in your bio so that people can join your email list, that way you at least have a way to keep in contact with some people should something happen to your account, do that. Whether you want to start a podcast so that you have an independent platform so that if something happens to your social media People can remember, oh, LaJuan has the More Than a Mother podcast. Let me go listen to that and she can tell me what perhaps happened to her social media and I can figure out where to find her now. Or if you have a blog, if you like to blog, start your blog back up. Get back into blogging so that people know, oh, something happens to LaJuan's social media. I can go to LawanMoses.com. There's her blog. I can find her, figure out what her new social media is and connect with her. The point is start building your own independent thing outside of these platforms. Groups, membership groups. And I'm not just talking about Facebook communities because Facebook is another platform we don't own. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, all them. These platforms could go away one day, but you're still gonna have a business and you still wanna be a viable business owner or brand. So build your own independent thing. If you don't have a website, create one. You need Guidance and help with that. I have 50 plus free tools that I have put together that will help you get started with your website, that will help you get started with your email list, that will help you get started with a membership community, whatever it is that you need. I have compiled a list of 50 plus free tools and resources for content creators. I'm going to be sure to link to that in the show notes so that you can go and figure out where you need to start so that you can build your own offline thing. And I think that is not preached enough. Yes, we invest a lot in these social media platforms because if we're content creators, influencers, whatever, we need to build over there, especially if you're doing influencing, you need to build your influence, build your community. But we don't put enough stock in the fact that you need your own thing. And I was going to say, I got on a tangent right there, but let me go back to Facebook communities. Facebook is good. A lot of people have Facebook groups and build Facebook group. That is a great place to start. However, in building your Facebook group, make sure that one of your membership questions when people join is for them to give you their email address. Because a lot of time, I mean, these membership platforms call. So I get people not wanting to go out and spend money to have a membership platform You can start a Facebook group because Facebook groups are thriving and it's one less thing for people to have to sign into. If you try to get them to go somewhere else, people already use Facebook. So yes, have a Facebook group, but make sure that one of your joining or membership questions, whatever it is, is a way to collect someone's email address. So whether you are saying, hey, stay up to date with the latest happenings, leave your email address, whether you have some free offer to give, Have a way to capture email addresses when people join your Facebook groups because in the event Facebook shuts down or it's broken for the day or something happens and your group goes away, all those people in your group are on an email list so you can email them and say, hey, such and such happened, join our new community over here. So you have to build off of these social platforms. Do you want immediate access to new episodes, products, events, and freebies? Join the More Than a Mother community today. Head on over to lawanmoses.com. That's www.lawanmoses.com and join my community today. And that's what I have been focused on because as I said, I was caught up in the matrix as like the matrix, the vortex, whatever you want to call it. I got caught up in that. I didn't think that I was, but once crazy things started happening with the algorithm, the ad was bringing information to people, but on my side, researching, consuming, trying to figure stuff out, fixing my videos, doing SEO, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm caught up here and I'm not getting anything done. I wasn't pitching brands. I wasn't working on any of my digital products and offers. I'm already working full time. So I have a limited amount of hours to put into this. And the time that I would usually spend my lunch break, my breaks or whatever like that in my day creating, I was consuming trying to figure out what's happening with my account. So we all get, even the best of us, even the one me, the preacher of don't worry about views and followers got caught up but no more. The fun is back. The joy is back. And now I am building offline. So I have been working on my own stuff. Because as I've said before, I have a lot of knowledge and value and things I want to offer to people, but I was caught up in the matrix and wasn't getting it done. And then I was trying to figure out the best way to get it done because I was doing coaching, but if you don't know, if you have listened to episodes and I didn't mention it, along with all this work and content creation, everything, I also have MS. So I have very limited capacity on the things, the energy I can expend in a day. Very limited capacity. So therefore, I had to find a way to rework it. And the way that it came to me was digital products and services. I need to build those out, my digital products, so that I can create a course, an ebook. That people can go on, purchase that, and get the knowledge. And then I could still perhaps offer some type of coaching or group. But I have a limited capacity. So how can I best get the information out? Through digital products. So I started focusing on that. So I still create the content, but I'm not spending all my time over there. I'm creating, building my identity off of social media. And I think that is not preached enough either. You need an identity. As I said, that's not preached enough. We all put so much stock in social media. And I said it earlier, so this may be redundant, but let me say it this way. When you're starting an online brand and business, people put so much stock in social media that nobody stops to teach, hey, before you worry about building your social media and your brand identity there, have something that people can connect to you independently. So while you're building the social presence, make sure you're building your email list or your community at the same time. I don't think that's told enough. It's grow the followers, grow this platform, grow that platform, get to 10K here, get to 10K there, get there. But while you get into the 10K and the 20K and all that, get your own independent stuff that way. Get your blog subscribers, your email list, Your stuff, customers, clients, your Facebook group where you're capturing that email when they join. Build up your stuff so that if you get frustrated with these platforms, you can take a step back and your community is still there rocking with you. So, in all the frustrations and the craziness that's happened with this, TikTok, social media, Instagram, whatever it is, have fun and build your own thing. Those are the two main messages of this podcast. I'm sure I gave a whole lot more tips and all and I didn't list them all out. Hey, sometimes you're gonna get a whole list of tips. Sometimes you're just gonna get me talking. The main message of this is to build your own thing and make sure that you have fun. Get back to that because that is the core. That is the basis of it all having fun. You started your own brand because you wanted to be your own boss and you wanted to have fun. If it starts to feel like work where you're working with somebody else and you may have hated your last job or whatever, go back to the drawing board because that's not why you got in here. Remember your why. The reason you started, the reason you do what you're doing and keep that why at the forefront, no matter what happens in this crazy world of social media and algorithms. Have fun, remember your why, and build your own. As I said, if you need help building your own, I have linked in the show notes 50 plus tools and resources for content creators to help you really up level your online presence by building your own. In this guide, it's going to be websites where you can build a website, where you can get a domain for your website, UGC influencer platforms to join, where you can build a membership community, where you can find stock photos, over 50 plus tools and resources that in these six years, I, my hands have touched in one way or another. And I wouldn't recommend anything that I didn't know was good. So if you need help, you need some tools and resources, you need to get organized. Also, business management, organization, collaboration tools, all that is in there. Head to the show notes, click the link, and download your free list of 50 plus tools and resources for content creators but keep your head up. Remember, we've got this. Don't let this social media world drive you crazy. Don't let it determine your worth. Remember who you are, why you started, and get out there and do it because we've got this. And don't you forget that.